Let's go out to our Browns insider. His name is Daryl Ryder. He's brought to you by Shop and Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, how's it going tonight, man? I have two words for your friend. Freezer burn. Yeah. I mean, I, it makes no sense to me. Now, now, freezer burn. I mean, I'll just say, we'll, we'll freeze them. It's fine. I, I'm not big on freezing food and then going back and then, you know, like doing the defrosting thing. Like the other day, I, I put a lot of chicken in the freezer and I've been defrosting it and I've been doing it right. But I'm not, I'm not the biggest on that. It's tough. Uh, freezer burn. I dare you cut up and you cut off on me there. It was probably the, it was probably the appropriate call to be honest because I don't think people need to go into our freezer burn discussion. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know it's funny I was getting on Jake a little bit last segment about Kevin Stefanski and the fact that uh, you know we're supposed to make this big deal about Stefanski speaking and such, and that's fine. It's a Browns town. You're supposed to make a big deal about Stefanski speaking, uh, but in reality, he didn't really say anything today, Daryl. What did you get out of Kevin Stefanski speaking? Um, I was able to save uh, the company a couple of thousand dollars on a trip to Indianapolis. Well, there we go. There we. That's I, Odyssey appreciates that. I'm I know sure they, they do. do. Oh, trust me, I of all people know they do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's a glass half full approach right there. You're like, all right, I saved you guys some uh, some dollars, some dinero because the. I uh, just he, I listen. I want. I thought he was going to say the play calling today. At least I was holding out no, hope that he would. Wait, dude, we're going to be asking that question. Well, assuming I get to go to the Greenbrier again, but uh, that question will be asked when the Browns are at the Greenbrier. You think like, so? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. So yes. Between Stefanski today and Andrew Barry yesterday, was there anything, anything between the two of them that you thought was at least stuck stuck out in a interesting, unique perspective type of way? They're getting a new weight room. Yeah. Okay. All right. They got shamed into getting a new weight room. Congratulations, <laughs> NFLPA. Great job by the NFLPA. Well, they didn't here's the thing. They didn't have a weight room. That's the thing. Oh, really? Just didn't have one at all. No. Their their weight room was in the field house. Like the mm. old weight room, uh, when it got moved for COVID, okay, they had to, you know, because of social distancing and all that, it's in the field house. And they didn't move it back because that space has been converted into a uh uh, a rejuvenation, regeneration, trainer type of uh, thing for uh, players and treatment and stuff like that. So they don't have a weight room right now. Uh, it's literally in the field house. It takes up 20, the 20 yards on the northern end. Wait, do uh, they not? The field they house. have one in the field house. So they do have one. It's not a weight room. We're, they have a bunch of. So you're telling me like high schools have better weight rooms than the Browns right now? Pretty much, yeah. They, I mean, the Browns got great equipment. That's sad. But it's not, like, it's not in a weight room. It's, I, it's in the field house. Yeah, I, I've seen videos of, like, nice high schools in this area, and I'm like, that, that weight room looks really well, nice. Well, I mean, look, I mean, there are high schools that have better indoor practice facilities than the Browns do, too. But that's, you know, neither here nor there. But That's true. Yeah, they're, they're going to get a weight room. So. so where does Miles Garrett, where does he, what does he do? Uh, he's, he's hanging out with LeBron. He's doing the, the, I thingy, did see that. the thingamajiggies with LeBron. There. I did you, see that. But, yeah, like, in see? season, in season, what does LeBron do? Or, sorry, what does Miles Garrett do? Oh, well, I mean, they, they, use, they use the weights that are put out there for them, but it's just not a dedicated weight room. Doesn't that feel like the type of thing that you'd invest in as a football team? I mean, you're, you're a billion-dollar operation. It just well, feels- you know, they'll get around to it. They're getting around <laughs> to it. Now, now that they've been shamed into it for the second straight year where it's been mentioned that, yeah, the, the, the weight room facilities blow, then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're on that. We're gonna, working on that right now. So uh, it's like the the Chiefs uh, that got low ratings. I guess they were supposed to get new locker rooms and 
uh, it was because, well, shame on you for winning those Super Bowls. We didn't have time to get you a new locker room. Like, what do you... <laughs> Counter argument, they won the Super Bowls without a good locker room, so I guess they're right where well, they need to be. Well, you know, uh, there, there are new standards for the uh, the, the accommodations that players oh, see. But, but even, even like, so like the locker room, for instance, that's just a level of comfort is all that is. I'm not concerned about a locker room, but like the actual I, I, I fitness, this, I would I, be. I didn't realize that the Browns' uh, family area was a tent outside the stadium. I didn't realize that, but apparently that's a thing. That's it's a what was tent in outside the stadium? Yeah, that's uh, the family gathering place, according to the NFLPA report. Yeah. so That's weird. Jimmy, get started on that dome as quickly as possible, will you? I mean, I, just, I saw he just got another 20% uh, uh, from Mr. Moneybags in Omaha, Warren Buffett. So, like, he's got yeah. enough. Yeah, well. That's that's why the uh, uh, they're not going to pay for themselves, but that is why there's a lot of credence to you know, hey, um, they can afford to pay for it themselves. Look, I mean, they're uh, you look at the the Green Bay Packers, you know, profit numbers the the last couple of years when you're able to clear north of sixty million dollars on an annual basis and put that in your pocket, right? I mean, you're you're basically printing money at that point. You're your payroll's basically covered by the the national revenue share check that you get from the National Football League as well. So a lot of your profit is based on what type of revenue you can generate in your particular local markets and things like that. So, uh, yeah, the NFL's not hurting for money. So that that's why there's not a lot of sympathy for, uh, you know, the folks like Jimmy Haslam looking for those uh, public handouts to uh, fix and build stadiums. The problem is, uh, you know, the, the – the stadium's owned by the city and the city's the one that's really responsible and on the hook for the thing. So, uh, and the city's also broke. The school system is broke. No, literally the school system is broke. We found that out last week. They're like $168 million in the red, in the red apparently. So, uh, can't educate the kids, but please come up with a half a billion dollars or a billion dollars to take care of the stadium problem for the Browns. Well, when you put it that way, I'm like, do we even need a facelift for the stadium? Why don't we just hang out with the one we have? <laughs> well, uh, again, I, I'd much I think rather the, educate kids than put uh, lipstick well, on a pig. Uh, the the burden should not. My point is the burden should not be on the city of Cleveland. Um, I know, but it's the, the, it's tough. The, 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 the folks attending the games all live in the suburbs, and they're and they don't pay the taxes to Cleveland. And they're the same people that gripe when they come to Cleveland that the roads are in terrible shape and things like that. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland can't do it on their own, you know what I'm saying? And that that's why, to the Browns' credit, to the city of Cleveland's credit, you know, they have been trying to push this thing to be a regional project uh, because, um, you know, it's, it's a regional asset, uh, even though it's owned by the city. Um, and, you know, it's uh, – there are a lot of issues uh, that uh, are far more important than the Browns' stadium situation, uh, you know, when you talk about the community. But – um, you know, the Browns are big business. They're a multi-billion dollar business. And uh, obviously, uh, you know, just like any other business, I remember back the last time they went through this, um, when they ended up picking up the tab for 100 of the uh, $125 million, uh, because I, I just remember, uh, you know, people lost their minds because the Browns got $25 million for the last stadium renovation in, in public funds. And I just remember sitting in those meetings and, the, you know, the councilman and speakers saying, hey, the Browns are a business. We're treating them like the business. Let's, you know, keep it strict business. Let's not be talking football and asking, you know, when the team's going to be worth watching or anything like that. You know, 
uh, you know, they had to have those type of uh, disclaimers. So, um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in the region that certainly has to be addressed above and beyond just the Brown Stadium. You got the airport project too, and so. But yeah, I, I, I'm all for uh, Jimmy building his own dome, but it's been made very clear to me that Jimmy's not picking up the the full tab for that. He'll contribute, but he ain't paying for all of it if that's the route they go. No, but he is about restructuring players' deals, and I appreciate that with them. Well, <laughs> yeah, and there's going to be more, um, you know, but they're now under the salary cap and in compliance for March uh, 13th at 4 p.m. Eastern when the new league year begins. They'll be in compliance, and they can begin the process of pursuing free agents and signing free agents and, you know, spending more money, which is something that uh, Haslam does do on this football team. He's one of the bigger spenders in the National Football League, and, uh, you know, hey, you know, Good for the Browns to know uh, they actually know how to work the salary cap to their advantage. So, uh, you know, Denzel Ward still getting the money he was promised, just, uh, you know, a little different payment structure. But, yeah. It's a good move. Uh, and I, I like that they're – I don't get why they're the only, one of the few teams that feel like they really know what they're doing with the salary cap, Daryl. I, oh, my, I, I, my New Orleans Saints are pretty good with the cap, too. Not so good at finding quarterbacks and players at other positions, but they're, they're, they're really good with restructuring contracts. Yeah, you, you know, it's interesting to find out which ones end up taking the, the, big, the big pill to swallow and which ones don't, right? Like the Rams, yeah. for instance. The Rams this last year, uh, and this might be an argument for it or against it, you tell me, but the Rams this last year swallowed $80 million, uh, but they still ended up in the postseason. They still won enough games, and uh, Matthew Stafford... They also, they, they also have a Vince Lombardi trophy in the case. That's... that. That's well, yeah, but if it didn't, the, if it didn't the, actually the, 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 matter, no, though, then no, you'd no, never, no. you'd never have to swallow any of, of it. The, no, that's the end of the discussion. Not really, the, though, the, because, if, if because if you pretend it doesn't the, exist, then there's no need you, to. If you win a Super Bowl, okay, if you win a Super Bowl, then salary cap hell pain is absolutely worth dealing no, with. No, but it's acknowledging that salary hell, salary cap hell pain or whatever you called it is that is a real thing. Then, if the Rams yeah, went through what they sure. had to go through. Yeah. Yeah, then you know what the I think Andrew Barry he mentioned uh, yesterday, uh, if I remember correctly, that uh, they they had a feeling that that's where the cap was going to fall, and that's where they were doing their planning around and things like that, and which is good and fine. Um, and, and you know they have to project how you know what the incline in ca- as far as the you know the cap going up going forward is going to look like. I certainly don't anticipate next year they're going to get another $30 million bump in uh, in cap space. But if that were to happen, the, the Browns would be sitting pretty. Um, like right now, they, they can, you know, take the, the Deshaun Watson $63 million salary cap hit if they want and restructure a couple other contracts to do uh, what they feel they need to do to, to tweak the roster and bring in more help. But, you know, it's it's not an absolute, and I think Barry has expressed this as well this offseason, um, they don't have to do Deshaun's contract to uh, be able to, it's not a necessity, I believe is the phrase uh, that Barry used. Um, I still think they're going to do it, don't get me wrong, I think mm-hmm. they will do it, but um, they don't have to do it. And quite frankly, if I were them, I wouldn't do it because of all the the questions that Deshaun has and what he's going to give you this way. You can hit the eject button a lot easier, right? You, you get 63 million in cap space off your books and you don't have to kick that can forward and deal with it at a later date. I'm all for doing that. And that, you know, fingers crossed Deshaun plays really, really well. And then we just stop caring about the contract again. But the reason why people care about the contract and the cap hits is because, well, let's be honest about it. 
they haven't gotten a lot for their 12 games. And uh, what is it up to now? $92 million that they've paid him so far? Yeah, I just I feel like it's set up for it's set up for Andrew Barry in a nice way, right? Where uh, if you think about it, one of two things happens. Either he you know moves the cap and, and keeps kicking the can down the road and uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't get it turned around and he loses his job because he doesn't get it turned around. Or right. he does get it turned around and... And then that's fine. He's won enough where his job is going to be secure either way. So, like, right. I, I understand for me, if you're trying to protect your job as Andrew Barry, I understand why all of these moves make 100% sense. Well, I don't think Andrew Barry's doing this to protect his job. I he's think most GMs it. think that way. I think we don't acknowledge he's, it, but I think they think about them more than they think about it's anything. it's a smart way to do business. That's why he's doing it. Like, it makes total sense. The but but, he, he'll never, but if it, it, it will never truly blow up in his face because if it does – then he'll be out of a job, and it is what it is anyway. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't think that Andrew Barry's thinking about his job when he's sitting there. I, I'm questionable the, the of GMs of ever, the, ever since Sam Hinkie. I've always been questionable of GMs and what their motives actually are. Now, well, his, his motive is trying trying to get this to be the best football team right. that and, he can put and, together, and, and if it does, but it's got to be as quick as possible because as quick as possible is how you get to Sean Watson to prove his worth, and that right. keeps him in the seat for the next decade. Well, in case, in case you missed it, they tried really hard this past year. I know. They tried really hard the I year before. I appreciated it. I, they tried really hard the year before. It's something I respect about this Browns team, Daryl. Oh, oh, they okay. they feel I'm like they're saying, always like, they're always going for it, and they are playing the game as if you do only have year a year to live, let's say. like they, yeah. I, I, they're, they're basically like so where's they're, the the complaint? Yo, they're the YOLO of, of the NFL. No, no complaints from me. This is all okay. I've ever wanted from a football team. I just think it's fascinating. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, did – They've been pushing the chips to the middle of the table and every they keep, year. And they keep Andrew doing Perry. it. Like they're, I yeah. mean, they're, they're on tilt at the poker table right yeah, now. And know. that's okay. <laughs> Anytime Andrew Barry wants to sign a player, Jimmy Haslam says, yeah, how much you need? I know. Like, it's incredible. What, what's there to complain about, right? I mean, have the results been there? Well, sort of. This year, the results were there in spite of all their adversity, except for in the playoffs. But, you know, uh, you know they're – they're going for it each and every year. And if you're, if you're, look, even back when they were four and 44 and in, in the laughing stock of the league, they were, they, they, they were spending bad money to lose and to get draft picks. Remember Brock Osweiler's $16 million right. contract, right? Yep, yep. Yep. Just to get a second round pick. Like, so, um, yeah, I, that you, you can criticize the Haslam's. You can, you know, criticize, you know, Barry and draft picks and moves he's made, whatever. You can criticize Kevin Stefanski for play calls and not calling plays or calling plays or whatever, right? One thing you can't criticize the Browns as a whole for doing, spending money and trying to win. Like, so, mm-hmm. I, I mean, they are. It, you know, th- things haven't worked uh, as well as maybe they would like at times, but they're they're all in trying to win. They're not just out there trying to, you know, um, you know, rake in as much profit as they can and stuff it in their pockets and whatever the product on the field is the product on the field because Browns fans will show up no matter what. No, they're honest to goodness trying to win. And, uh, you know, that's why it's going to be a lot of fun to watch Andrew Berry operate come the middle of March again. Daryl, did I hear Kevin Wright today earlier? I might have misheard him, so just correct me. It, it, so when he sees – when him and Ken Dorsey see Deshaun, they can't talk football? Is that right? No. You, you are not – you're – no. Which is weird. Like It is weird. This is the, the weirdest thing because he can't throw for him. I don't think he can throw right now anyway. It's going to be next month when he starts doing that. But, like, 
I, I don't know. I, I guess they're just going to go hang out and uh, hang out on the beach or something. I, I, like, I don't know. Talk about their families. Like, what do you, what do, you I, do in I this guess, instance? I guess. Can, can he now? Jack's raised an interesting question. Can he go on? Can he go on to Sean's podcast or is that a no, no? What? It, who? Kevin. If Stef- can Stefanski go on to Sean's podcast? If, if they don't talk football, can he go on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, I don't see that there would be any type of uh, right. prohibition against that. No, but maybe that happens. Yeah, I, I guess they're just going to you know. Hey, how's how's the uh, how's the girlfriend? How's the? They're life totally going to break these rules. It, you know it, that. It, and I know get, that. No, I I cannot insinuate that. I can uh, though because I'm a radio it, host. I can. go right ahead. I'm I am not uh, I'm not standing by you. You're nope. on your island. You're, there. you're a beat reporter. The, you're, the conversation you, you gotta, you gotta is going to be hey uh, hey hey Deshaun Kevin here. Good to see you. This is my new guy Ken. He's going to be your offensive coordinator. He may or may not call plays. But uh, we just wanted to stop in and see yeah. how the you know, how the shoulders uh-huh. feeling, how you doing, what you've been up to, let's, let's play what's Parcheesi. your favorite restaurant, yeah. where are we going to eat tonight, uh, can we can we get like room service at our hotel, what's your favorite beach, what's your favorite nightclub, like can can you see Ken Dorsey, Kevin Stefanski, and Deshaun Watson hitting the clubs in L.A. like <laughs> just yeah. that visual? Did, did I paint that picture well enough for you? You're yeah. over there insinuating they're about Stefanski to violate league like rules that would cost them money and draft picks. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're yeah. saying, oh, they're going to circumvent league. No, they're going out there to see how the guy's doing. I think they're going to talk football. They're, uh, they're going out to see how he's doing. <laughs> you got to check football. on him. They've been, you heard Kevin today. They're texting every day. Talking football. <laughs> All right, Daryl. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go, but it's been fun. I appreciate you as always. Remember, I'm done talking football with you. How's that? I, hey, we were done uh, when we started talking about uh, Stefanski hitting the clubs. I think we were done oh, talking I, football. <laughs> I thought we were done when you when your friend uh, had his freezer. Asked about, his, asked about the fish. Uh, Daryl, thank you as always. I'll talk to you Bye. later. Thank you. All right, Daryl Ryder brought to you by Shop and Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store.